Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, your legends? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you. Does your dick only get wet in the shower? Do you spend your Friday nights eating Fritos out of your belly button? Do you live in a barnuminium where you're afraid to take women into your stabbing cabin? Then this podcast is specifically for you, gentlemen. I want to talk to you about push-pull, when to push, and when to pull. So we understand that push-pull basically means this. Half the time, you're pushing the girl away playfully, and the other half of the time, you're actually pulling her in towards you. So there's a lot of concepts here that we have to get straight before we can talk about when to push and when to pull, and also other types of push-pull kind of scenarios that I'm going to get into. So it's really important that you have your thinking cap on. You may even want to take notes on this one because this is so unbelievably important to get a woman attracted to you and to know how to behave in certain situations where there's tension thrown into the interaction from her, such as when she gets butthurt or when she's being bitchy, when she's overreacting, when she's underreacting, you really need to have your social intelligence thinking cap on and be able to act and decide based on what she's doing. So guys, this is a super important episode. Like I said, you may want to take notes on this. This is something that I teach on very heavily in my three-month coaching program, and I'm going to give you a taste of that today in this episode. So prepare yourselves. Hopefully you're not in screensaver mode right now in your derpa derpa state in zombie mode, but you're ready to actually think because this one does take a little bit of intelligence, man. It's going to take more than just a couple nachos worth of brain energy. This is a fucking seven course meal where I really need your guys' focus. Before we jump into the content, gentlemen, I have yet another announcement. I know I've just been inundating you with announcements. So I'm going to tell you this. Not only this one today, but I got another one coming up in January that will blow your fucking mind. But this one is my guarantee. You guys know that I have a three-month coaching program. At least some of you know if you haven't listened to my podcast. I have a three-month coaching program. And in that program, I turn guys into girl magnets. It's a girl magnet production machine warehouse. Feed them into the front. They come out the other side as goddamn 10 magnets. But something I've never mentioned on this podcast before, and I actually didn't even really mention it in my sales writing because it was kind of assumed, at least by me, which was stupid. I really should have told you guys about this. I have a guarantee. My guarantee is you get to stay in the program for as long as you want to until you get the success you want with women. So it's a three-month coaching program. You get 12 weeks of lessons. You get two coaching calls per week, amounting to 24 coaching calls. You get a full three-month NLP protocol that I designed just for you. If you go through those three months, if you do all the work, all the NLP, show up to the calls and try your best, and at the end, you're like, dude, I still don't feel like I want to be where I want to be, you could stay in the program. You continue coming to the calls. You continue having access to me and my resource coaches until you are 100% satisfied. Think about the sheer cojones it takes on my part to be able to offer that to you guys. The reason I'm able to offer it is because I believe in myself. I believe in my program. This shit works. 99.99% of guys, when they get to the end of the three months, they're like, dude, I'm so fucking happy with what you've done for me. I'm so happy with the results that I'm getting. I have more chicks than I know what to do with. I'm done, bro. Thank you for the three months. Peace out. 
And that's how it always goes with my boys, hence my case studies, hence my testimonials. That's how confident I am that you too can get those results. So the guarantee is stay with us until you're completely satisfied with the number of chicks you're getting, the amount of sex you're getting, the amount of attention you're getting, your cold approach skills, your ability to walk up to any girl, get her phone number, and most importantly, your internal belief systems. Are you feeling 10x more confident? Have you removed all those bullshit beliefs and traumas and crap that was holding you back for all these years? If not, stay with us, bro, Tendo. We're going to have you until you're fucking satisfied. That's my guarantee to you. Gentlemen, push, pull is just as it sounds. Half the time you're pushing her away from you. The other half of the time you're pulling her into you. Now, this is where it gets complicated. I want you guys to really focus. Okay, we have something called the 80-100 rule. The 80-100 rule dictates that you give her 80% of the pulls that she's giving you. When I say pulls, that means her pulling you into her with compliments, desires to see you, texting you a certain amount of time, introducing you to her friends or even her parents, inviting you over and making you dinner, pulling you, chasing you, being interested in you. That's what a pull is. It's pulling the person into you. Okay, you got it? So the 8100 rule dictates that we give her 80%, concentrate now, of what she gives us. So she gives us five compliments, we give her four. She wants to hang out six times a week. You hang out with her, dude, four at the most, possibly three or two, depending on what you want to do. She wants to invite you to XYZ thing. You invite her to a different thing that's like 80% of the pull that she's giving you. The reason this is, is twofold. First of all, the person who wants less is the one who's in power and you have to be in power. Secondly, if you like her more than she likes you, if you give her more chase than she gives you, she's going to blow you out. It's the way the female mind works, which is why we have this rule, the 80-100 rule. Okay, I want to test you here. What's the 80-100 rule? That's right. You're a smart motherfucker. You are eating Cheetos out of your belly button. I see you doing that, but you're still a smart motherfucker. You give her 80% of what she gives you, which means your pulls are dictated by her pulls. So the amount that you pull her into you is dictated by how much she pulls you into her. If she doesn't pull you into her, you do not pull her into you. You do not start complimenting. You do not start showing interest. You do not do shit, bro tater cuff, until she starts doing things to you, such as flirting with you, complimenting you, touching you. You can give her about 80% back. Now, your pulls, and this is the hard part, this is where sometimes I tell my clients this and they look like they just like had an enema and a brain lobotomy in the same moment and their face got sprayed with shit mist. This is the look they give me. So here it goes. While you pull 80% of what she pulls you, you also push the same amount. So if I'm pulling her five times, such as I give her a compliment, I ask her to come hang out, I say something really nice to her, I pick her up from the nightclub and I go to meet her parents because she really wants me to, I also jokingly push her away that same amount. Here's a classic example of a push-pull that I do all the time. Too bad you're not my type, which is a push, because you're really cute which is a pull. Too bad you're not my type. Push because you're really cute. Pull. You see how that works? And we want to constantly push pull, at least which is dictated by how much she pulls us throughout the conversation. And these are what I call false disqualifiers, which is you're disqualifying her falsely. It's not really true. It's like I say to chicks all the time, what kind of car do you drive? 
And she's like, uh, a Hyundai? And I'm like, oh my God, I cannot be friends with girls who drive Hyundais. It's just on my deal breaker list. Can't do it. We are not friends now. Goodbye, okay? That's a fake disqualifier. Like, I'm not really disqualifying her because she drives a Hyundai. I may disqualify her if she drives one of those cubes, I think it's called, where the window, like, wraps around the back and the side. I don't know if you guys have those in Australia and England, but they're freaking lame looking. So if you drive a cube... Deal breaker, bro. I'm just kidding. Relax. Don't hyperextend your butthole, dude. Take it easy. But I may disqualify her in a false way in that respect. That's a push. So it's always playful, right? I can't hang out with girls who like that band. I can't hang out with girls who drink that kind of drink. It's never a real deal breaker, such as I can't hang out with girls who are into Trump, or I can't hang out with girls who support the Democratic Party, or who aren't vegan, or who drink, or something like that. You don't want to do a real disqualifier. You want to do a false disqualifier. And that works into your push-pull. Another example is, you know what, Sarah? Too bad you're horrible to talk to because you're actually pretty damn funny. So it's kind of like an insult wrapped into a compliment and they eat it up, boys. They eat it up. Now that we understand the concept of push-pull, which is you're pushing her half the time, you're pulling her half the time, and your pulls are dictated by what, gentlemen? That's right, the 8100 rule based on if she's pulling me 10 times, I can pull her eight times, but I'm also gonna push her eight times. That's the way it works. I wanna talk about some pushes that she's gonna do towards you. If you guys are talking and she playfully messes with you, like you say, oh my God, I can't talk to girls who wear black pants and yellow sweaters. That's just a deal breaker for me. And she's like, I can't talk to guys who wear a black hat and have a logo over their right shoulder and unapologetic over their left shoulder on their podcast. You laugh and you keep joking with her. You guys are busting each other's chops, which goes into being playful, which goes into being flirty, as I spoke about in a recent episode. But we also have to understand that there's real pushes, real pushes where she typically gets butthurt or she's playing games. Here's the rule when it comes to a woman really pushing you. And I need you to first deduce what the difference is between a real push and a fake push. A fake push is she's just messing around, such as the example of, I can't talk to guys who have a podcast and they wear a black hat while they're recording it. I just can't do it. It's a complete turnoff. That's obviously fake. But if she gets mad at you and she tries to push you away, or more importantly, if you screw up and chase her away, there's a way you have to get her back without the playful stuff. So the first thing is this. When she pushes you away for no good reason, tries to play games, doesn't text you back, flakes on a date, you push twice as hard. So she pushes an inch, you push a foot. She pushes a mile, you push 10 miles. She pushes the width of the planet Earth, motherfucker, you're going to the sun. And that's the way I want you guys to be. You are not to be fucked with. If she pushes you, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to push you twice as hard. That's why, boys, when she says, I don't kiss on the first date, what do you do? Following this rule where you're going to push her 10x what she pushes you, she says to you, I don't kiss on the first date. What you say is what? That's right. I don't kiss until the 16th date. In fact, we have to wait six months before we even hold hands, young lady. So don't you stop looking at my hand like that. I see you wanted to hold my hand. I see you getting greedy. Go over there. Actually, we should be across the street from each other. Don't talk to me. Go over there. All right, so we understand that when she pushes a little bit, you push a lot. It's just like the, hey, we're not having sex tonight. The best thing you could say is, whoa, 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 whoa. 
I was actually going to say that, but I felt the timing wasn't right yet. I didn't really feel like it was socially the right time to say it. But yeah, of course, we just met. What are you, what are you doing thinking about sex so much anyway? Why are you so into it? Relax. We just met. Slow it down. I know you're a little Casanova over here, but talking about sex this early isn't the best way to seduce me. I need trust, comfort, and connection first, and probably a poem and a flower left on my car before we could go there. Okay, so she puts out a little no-go, you go 10X that. Here's another question. What if you're playing with her, as I often do with girls, I always mess with them, the flirting method as I spoke about, and they get butt hurt. They get legit butt hurt about what you did. Such as if you playfully say, and you're just messing around, but they get butt hurt sometimes, you playfully say, you know what, I can't talk to you anymore. A girl that line dances that horribly Absolute deal breaker for me. Okay, and you're just kidding and you smile. It's a little bit of a false disqualifier. And guys, one way to memorize false disqualifier is false disqualify her. Ah, you see what I did there? Disqualify her. So you say a little false disqualifier. You're just fucking with her. You're like, I can't be friends with you because you're such a horrible line dancer. And she gets butt hurt, which a lot of girls will do. Some of these chicks are more sensitive than a clitoris sometimes, so you have to be really careful. And when they get butthurt, it's time to get serious. And when I mean serious, I mean real. As I often say, and this too should be noted down for those of you who are taking notes, what I always say is the first conversation is 80% flirting, fucking around, busting her chops, push-pull, all the things I teach, and 20% trust and connection. Well, if during the flirting process, you do a push that's a false disqualifier and she gets butthurt about it, you need to get real and say, hey, listen, I didn't realize that that was going to offend you. Now that I know you don't like that kind of humor, I'll avoid it moving forward. Sound good? And then she's like, yeah, sounds good. And then oftentimes this will reveal a vulnerability of hers, which creates trust and connection. So the thing about seducing women is it's a balance It's a balance of fucking around and building trust, of busting her chops, but letting her know that you're actually a real dude and you're super cool by making fun of her, but at the same time being there for her and letting her be vulnerable. Now, in the first conversation, as well as the first date, it's usually about 80-20, 80% flirting, 20% trust and connection. But guys, if in your flirting, she gets butt hurt, you say, hey, listen, I didn't realize that would offend you. I won't do that again moving forward. Now, notice I'm not saying sorry. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I had to know, God. Because then you're buying into her frame. The frame is, you know what? I'm really mature. You got butthurt pretty easily. But since you feel that way, I'll go ahead and adjust myself to accommodate you since you can't hack it, which is really the underlying statement. So she gets butthurt. I never say sorry. Never, unless I'm like a complete dick and I do something to her, like karate kick her in the face when I'm just trying to show her my Danielle son moves and I didn't mean to kick her, but whap, I nailed her in the face. I'm gonna be like, yo, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But when it comes to her getting butthurt for what I feel is an illegitimate reason, I always say, hey, listen, I didn't realize it would affect you like that. And listen to my words, boys. I didn't realize it would affect you like that. So I'll go ahead and avoid that for you moving forward which is you're butthurt, you're kind of hypersensitive, you hyperextended your ponytail as well as your anal chakra. I can't really get on board with that. I'm not going to apologize for it, but I will adjust myself to accommodate for you since you're so fucking weak, you goddamn sea bass. Obviously, I don't say that, but that's kind of the subcommunication. So let's review. If during your pushing, she gets butthurt, you get real, 
and you say, hey, I won't do that again moving forward. If you're pushing, you have to make sure you also have pulls into it. So any kind of push should also result in a pull, which is like a compliment or a statement of interest. Your pushes are dictated by your pulls. Your pulls are dictated by the 8100 rule, giving her 80% of what she gives you. So while I may bust her chops a little bit and mess with her in the first conversation, before I have any pulls available, like false disqualifiers, just busting her chops, I'm not going to pull until she starts pulling me. I will push before she starts pulling me, but I'm not going to pull before she starts pulling me, if that makes sense. Told you this was complicated. And this is probably the most complicated concept I teach. Most of the stuff is very straightforward. It just takes practice. It takes experience. So remember this, gentlemen, this is really important. Push-pull has to be part of your routine when you're seducing women because it is that powerful. Remember, it's dictated by the 8100 rule. If she gets butt hurt during your pushing, then you rationalize to her, hey, listen, I didn't realize I won't do that moving forward. And if she pushes you in a real way, flakes on you, says, no, we're not going to have sex as we can't kiss till the second date, you push 10 times as hard. And it happens too with flaking on a date. If a girl flakes on a date, in my opinion, she's completely done until she comes crawling back. If she comes crawling back, I'm going to make her work for it a little bit because I'm pushing and I'm not afraid to push. When they push a meter, you push a football field. And that's the way it has to be, gentlemen. So there's a lot of little nuances that I went through in this episode, but this is a very brief overview of the 8100 rule, push-pull, and how to build trust and connection by being understanding and rationalizing with her when she gets butthurt, as well as when she tries to push you, she has no idea who she's fucking with. You're pushing 10 times as hard. Remember all this, it's gonna help your game tremendously, gentlemen. As I explained, this podcast cannot even light a candle to the sheer genius and depth of knowledge that I drop in my three-month coaching program, and I have a guarantee. On top of the recent announcement that I talked about over the last two episodes, which was, we have financing. You could get into the program and we will finance it for you. We have a guarantee. All our guys get success. It's a girl magnet production facility where you're loaded into the front. It's like, boop, 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 boop. You pop out the back like a goddamn champion. It reminds me of, what was it, Captain America, where he gets in that thing and like they pump all that shit into him and then he comes out all jacked up and ripped and all the chicks are jocking him and shit. That's so what it's like, man. You go in all skinny and feeble with no game and bad belief systems and low confidence and then you come out just a legend, dude. Captain America up in this motherfucker. That's how powerful it is. How do you apply? Click the link below. Go through the short application. You and I are going to message back and forth. And if it feels right to you and feels right to me, you're going to get on a free one-on-one, one-hour NLP session with my partner, with the legend, with my wingman, Victor Lynch, to see if we can at least 10x your results with women. Garen fucking teed. And why do I guarantee it? Because it works. That's how much confidence I have. Think of the balls it takes for me to guarantee that. Because if it didn't work, I'd just have a bunch of clients in my program and that I couldn't get rid of. Nobody wants that. I make friends with my clients. I build relationships with my clients. We are brothers. And I don't look at it as I want to get rid of you. I look at it as I'm going to help you with all my blood, sweat, and tears. And I will do it until you're satisfied. Think about that one. Gentlemen, I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for the next one, and I will see you in the next episode. Ah!